Welcome to the Campus Women's Ministry Podcast. This ministry is devoted to producing women after God's own heart and interceding for the society around us. Listen as Prophetess Zipporah Crown shares insights into God's word. I pray this podcast ministers to you. When a man says I love you to you, what comes first into your mind? Is it sex? Is it a car? Is it a new name, Mrs.? You missed it. See, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of who? That's why I said, God has given you the key to rule over times and seasons. Please, I am not saying things to tickle you. I am telling you that the woman has been I promise you I'll be gentle. Eh? The woman has been defined naturally. God has given me an assignment to teach the church his perspective of woman, his definition and mindset of woman. That's my ministry. God says, go and teach them what I mean by helper, mother, and intercessor. Because when I created them, I gave them equal authority. I gave them the same assignment and I called them both Adam. The world has redefined them. Go back and tell them that they must be defined according to my economy. And when they are so done, they are ready. When they believe it, accept it and are confident in that role, then it is time for me to wrap up history. The world is waiting for women in order to bring down the showdown of history. You, are, you will be at the forefront. The men will be fighting. But spiritually, prophetically, the women will be at the forefront of the end time war. And the earlier you rise up, hey, when you, are, you have a household and you are doing housework, you hurry up because that is a side issue. You were birthed to be a helper of the war. You were birthed to be a mother. What have you birthed for God? Somebody birthed Samuel on the altar of prayer. See, Satan set up Nabal to stain David's hands with blood. So that when the Christ comes, he would have to fight physical bloody war to save mankind. God used a woman called Abigail to intercept that arrow. And David said, God bless you that today I met you because you have stopped me from staining my throne with blood. What have you birthed for God? She turned back that arrow from hitting Israel, the throne of the Messiah, because David didn't even know that one day the Messiah will be caught by a blind man, son of David, and Christ has to stop everything and respond. What have you birthed for God? Gossip, acrylic nails, Brazilian hair, Peruvian. You have the mix, right? You serve from Latin America to Asia and land at Europe. 
See, you are supposed to be crowned with a garland of 12 stars. That is governmental authority of the church. The governmental authority of the church, which God first released through time, 12 hours. Jesus said, are there no 12 hours in a day? A woman with a garland of 12 stars. When Joseph dreamt that and told his father, he said, that is Israel, the nation that was to birth destiny. Karuba Sabrande Kozita. And yet, the world has defined where you have accepted it. Tonight, break loose of that mindset. Kesupa Ragasuta Pradigo Sabranta. Hashopakilo Pradida Sabranta. We are in the womb of Ghana, the central region. And we are in the womb of the capital, Cape Coast. Today, we will birth a new identity for womanhood. Sunday Bradigo Sabranta. We are on the warpath. Take to Judges chapter 5. Oh, this is zippy mode. I'm going back to the teaching mode. Judges chapter 5. Geruba Sabranta. I told you I'll try. I'm trying. Back to normal mode, right? Judges chapter 5. Let's go on. Judges 5. I'll tell you something. Do you know what? Israel conquered Canaan and shared the land among the 12 tribes. Is that right? Good. After some years, the Canaanites formed an alliance, got chariots and horses. In other words, they got armor trunks and things. Are you getting armor tanks and decided that enough is enough. These people are foreigners. We are taking back our inheritance. God said from the Shia. From the where? You know what? Why did God wait till it was a woman who was a judge, the only of his kind in Israel, before, he, before the Canaanites decided that they are taking back the promised land? Let's start. There was a woman called, let me tell you, if, look, you don't need to be single and be combative feminists insulting, lambasting women, fighting against every set social order. You don't need that. It's a waste of energy. She was the wife of a man called Lapidov. Mrs. Lapidov. Mrs. Deborah Hot. Lapidov. That didn't stop her destiny. Oselo palikote kradu kazaita yambose beshake sobredi you cannot miss me and silence me. Look at where she ordered the battle. She gave command to all water bodies and gave the key to the river Kaishon. Any Canaanite chariot and army that crosses you reverse, lock them up. Then she started navigating the heavens in the secret place. All this took place in the secret place. That's why nobody could sing the victory song for that battle, except the one who had been in the secret place. Why a woman? The judges ruled for over 400 years. Why at this time? Enora, eneni 
senia utiahara. Oh, yes, na unsahatra. Denina, yes, we, ye koto so Oh yes, Lord, Oh yes, stop it. Now let's hear the voices. Yeah, Instruments are to complement voices. In God's musical school, instruments don't drown out voices. We've turned too many things upside down. Some of you, angels don't know your voice. And it's important that they know. Because you are not known in the secret place. You don't know how to hey sabra du kata he sopre sekete o shaka skuta hebo he zompaliko sabranta Yes see akuko brings you ni madichie The hen to knows the dawn of day though she doesn't make noise she doesn't crow hupa 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 kokoro kokoko she doesn't do that but she's the first to go clock clock with her cheeks. Help her! What are you helping God to do? At a time that Ghana is under siege spiritually, you have sat down for the opinions to defile the soul of many people, many ignorant people. The Bible says, What to those who are at ease? In Zion, he said, You cows of Bashan, you women of Samaria, who sit down and only tell your husband to bring drink. He said, I'll put, I'll make your head bald and put sauce on it, put hooks in your nose and pull you out into the desert. You will go into exile crying and weeping. Why? Because God knows you that you are to intercept evil arrows thrown at society. It's part of your work. Your seed. Whatever you birth, he's supposed to crush the head of the serpent. Duty. See, a Christian lady should know who, what is her assignment. You don't back out instructions. That is not the realm of your dominion. You have as much authority and power and dominion spiritually in every sense as the man but you have a different way of expressing it the man has the voice of command the woman has the altar of influence the rod of influence and that's why satan being an angel knows that creation will not listen to his voice he went to the woman because he knows he cannot take adam's rod which is the rod of command he went for the woman's rod, which is the rod of influence. When you speak and make a law, until someone takes the law and begins to enforce it, 
You have just spoken into air. So who is the real power broker? Is the one who enforces it. The president without the ministries, with their various ministers, cannot do any work. He can only be speaking, but nothing will get done. The man is the president, the woman is the ministers and all the ministries combined. Judiciary, everything. Until she moves, until she begins to infiltrate her influence. And that is why the altar of prayer, where influence and, are you getting it? Destinies are negotiated silently, has been given to you. My mother used to do this. When somebody comes, say, hey, Auntie Grace, she'll do like this. And she'll walk away. She'll do like this. Keep quiet. Pray. Go on your knees. As soon as they say, Oh, this church wants to break away, they'll come to, Hey, Prophetess Grace, where the church, the Bible school, she'll just say, Finish. That's a decree. You can't talk again. And when she locks herself up, who sabranta, kasha. When she comes out, she just smile. You know it's settled. You see her fair, very fair. You think she's delicate with her brown eyes, long hair. She's more dangerous than a neutron bomb. for a bit of that grace to rule from the point of influence God sends the word and great was the company of women who enforced it on the earth Psalm 68 verse 11 Karuda Pratigo Sabranta Keshaboskata in the secret place we negotiate destinies because that is where your sonship rod is recognized. Prayer was ordained for us to exercise our authority as sons and daughters. God said, have dominion, rule, subdue, and have power. Take over. And we do that through prayer. God instituted prayer not basically for your needs because you are not supposed to have any needs. The Bible says all things are yours. Whether the future, the present, life, death, isn't that what the Bible says? The way you are looking at me, I see if I'm telling lies. The Bible says all things are yours. And you shall decree a thing. It shall be established unto you. You're not supposed to lack anything. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack anything. So what is the purpose of prayer? Because for you, prayer is your spiritual shopping list. You have become a purchasing officer. <laughs> spiritual purchasing officers. You have turned the thing upside down. That is why your world is out of course. He said, they know not. They understand not. Therefore, the course, the foundations of the earth are out of course. It's you who are causing the earthquakes in the world by your ignorance. Is that a fair assessment? You, you caused the earthquake. <laughs> Ladies, 
you were created as a helper. That helper role is an advisory role. The Holy Spirit, when he comes, Jesus said, I'll send you the helper. When he comes, he will comfort you. So he's also the comforter. You are supposed to comfort. That's why put God puts babies at your breast. To comfort. Number two, you are supposed to remind people of things. Prompt them. And you are supposed to teach. Not with the rod of command, but by what? Influencing and shaping character. That's your helper role. Because when God said the man should not be alone, I'll make a helper, Adam neither had clothes, a home, nor even a pot. Why have you defined your helper role as a pot scrubber, a laundry woman? They are secondary to your motherhood assignment. They have nothing to do with your being a helper. And then next, God says you are supposed to be a mother. And because mother requires home, we don't want street children. God never had street children. No. Even Jesus, he made a home before he brought him. Borrowed a husband. He borrowed someone's wife. Are you getting it? Joseph said, stay here as husband to create home atmosphere. Because that's what I first set up in Eden. The home work, the work you do at home, housekeeping, is secondary to your motherhood assignment. You are supposed to birth destinies. And they should have a place to roost. Does it mean that if you are not married, you don't have a child, then you are not to keep home? Yes. You are to keep a very, very easy to manage household. The Bible says, because he, a woman who is single, he said he's focused on God, how he may please the Lord. But when you are married, you are distracted how to please her husband. So, the motherhood role is what brought about housework and all those. That your helper role has nothing to do with housekeeping. It has everything to do with being alert in the spirit that you will know what God wants done and bring it forth. And that is the platform of the prophetic. The Holy Spirit, when he comes, he says he shall tell you of things to come. Prophecy. Are you, are you understanding me? Is something doing inside you? When it comes, blow tongues. Stop this silly thing. All, some of you think that the definition of womanhood is falling in love with a broad-chested guy who uses borrowed cologne. You know the dio spray, he borrowed it. He's never bought one. Chalemeka, do your shorts more. And they go see some baby. Don't define yourself by marriage. It's an insult to your divine assignment. Deborah was Mrs. Lapidoth. But she knew that that was not the definition of her personality. Let's go back to Judges, chapter 4. Quickly. 
Judges chapter 4. I think the one man in the scriptures, he thought I'd finished. Oh, Judges chapter 4. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. Ehud tried for them 80 years they had peace because he defeated Moab. Yes, next. Let's go fast. Two. And the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan. So now the thing has come home to the promised land that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, who dwelt in Harosheth of the Gentiles. Some versions, they retain it in the Hebrew. Harosheth Goim, that's Gentiles, nations. Yes, let's go on. Verse 3. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had, you know, Sisera and Jabin had 900 chariots of iron. And 20 years, he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. Then God says, I need a helper. God says, I need who? What did God say? Good. Let's move on. And who? Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidov. She judged Israel at that time. She was the president of Israel at that time. You think she went crying? Oh God, when the men were president, why did you bring this trouble? No, poor woman, I'm just a woman. God said, when I created you, I called you Adam. Verse 5. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Let's go on. You think she spent herself looking through catalogs at clothes and acrylic nails? Please stop wasting spiritual energy, okay? 21 days of fasting. And you, you didn't birth anything for the nation, for the body of Christ, for the black race, for humanity. I cry for yourself. A woman... 21 days in the secret place. The foundations of hell must shake. If you truly knew who you were, Satan would have stopped you. He'll make you so hungry, you have to look for Kenke. I don't know what the fancies will look for. Oh, it's Kenke, right? Good. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali and said unto him, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw towards Mount Tabor, and take with thee 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and the children of Zebulun? Yes. And I will draw unto thee, I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon, Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thy hand. She gave the mountain. See, she was in the secret place. From there, she came out with God's instructions for the nation. There is stress in your family. And there are three girls in the family. That family is too loaded to be stressed. What are you bringing from the secret place? Don't tell me you are Mrs. Deborah was Mrs. Lapidoff. Mommy, you know I'm married, so these days I don't have time to pray much and to go to church. I have to cook and do all the housework and laundry. Save and buy a washing machine. 
For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. Lamb upon the throne. If you can seek bass, you can buy machine. <laughs> and I'll draw unto thee to the river Kishon. Sisera, the captain of Jabin Samin with his chariots and his multitude. And I'll deliver him into your hands. Let's roll. Eight. And Barak said unto her, if thou will not go with me, then I will. Then if thou will go with me, then I will go. But if thou would not go with me, then I will not go. Let's roll. And she said, I will surely go with thee. Notwithstanding, the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Let me tell you, I started by telling you that God is waiting for the church to put defined women correctly according to God's mind. And then he will release the end time war. When Canaan wants to take back her inheritance, when the Antichrist spirit wants to take back the church, God raises mothers in Zion, women. And where do they get the battle strategy? From the secret place. They knew that this war must be won, fighting from the realms of cos cos the cosmos, the heavenlies, with the marine forces. That's how this battle is supposed to be formed. So she annexed all the rivers and gave them instructions in the secret place. And then she went into the heavenlies and set the stars in their courses to work. And then she came back and said, Barak, let's go. We finished the war. <laughs> we finished the war. Are you, are you getting it? You like, people think you like quarreling because you are weak in the secret place. And you, this girl, and then you two say, eh, me, I did, if you do, eh, oh, sister, you have cheapened yourself. You were created to be dignified. The man went into hiding. He said, village life seized. Because Saul, you don't fight Goliath with ammo. You fight him with pebbles that have been smoothened from the running stream. You need the word that has been defined by the rema, the flowing water. You fight Goliath with word that has been shaped and defined from waiting in the secret place. David went to a running stream and picked five smooth stones. Prophetically, what did they represent? He went to the secret place and then he got Rema. Five strong words, put them in his pocket and went towards the giant. Giant said, silly boy, silly boy, we stick, am I dog? He said, well, watch out, man, I'm coming. In the name of the Moses. I just came out of the secret place. Watch out, Goliath, you are carcass. <laughs> Goliath went into Tatrum. Cursing him by his gods. David said, I also curse you by my gods. And then the battle line was drawn. Forty days Goliath was yapping. He didn't know somebody was ruling the heavens, counting the time, the day of judgment, the 40th day. He came out, went with Rema, five smooth stools from the stream. 
The rest is history. For the weapons that we fight with are not intercontinental ballistic missiles, but they are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. And what are the strongholds? Imaginations, ideas, pretensions, philosophies, obinims, Islam, Kasuta, Habaskota, Eastern religions. Those are the strongholds in people's minds. We dislodge them from the stones we get from the secret place. Thank you for listening to this message. Journey with us, read our daily posts, and connect with us on our other social media platforms as we study God's word and get to know his perspective on human issues. Until next time, stay blessed.